Gather round, friends, new and old, and welcome to the Pow Wow Podcast. It has come. The time has officially arrived. It is Super Bowl week. This is the week that we started last year. I'm your host, David, sitting across from me on the other side of the ocean. Is Philip, your other host. Philip. <laughs> Philip, my other, my my co-host. And man, we've come full circle. Here we are again. It is Super Bowl week. Don't worry, guys. We have definitely designed an episode that is not 100% uh, sportsy. We're not getting in-depth into any of the, the game or the tactics or the stats or anything like that. We're going to make it fun, and we're going to talk all the aspects of the Super Bowl, including commercials, uh, halftime show, etc. I was going to say that we are normally normally talking nothing but sports in this opening thing it seems as of late recently and recently recently, yes. recently and then it, and then our, our mulligan is okay that's it for sports we're done this one's that's actually it, gonna be right. yeah this one's actually reversed we'll be talking about everything there kind will of be some sports yeah there will be some sports later on but we'll talk about that later on you know what this is easily this is what i said to you in the in the build-up to this episode is this is the biggest bandwagon event of the year in the US, right? Everyone sort of gets on board and watches the game, even if they're not really watching the game. They're like on their phone until the halftime show and then they look up, you know? And it's kind of, it's the one of the biggest, biggest uh, social events, maybe only behind 4th of July or Christmas or whatever in the United States. So it's very exciting, certainly for us who appreciate the football as well, but for everybody who's, who's, uh, who's into that US culture. And so we are going to cover it in our own powwowy way. The detail that cannot be overlooked, we've already talked about this a bit last week. The Rams, my team, the LA Rams, <laughs> are in the Super Bowl. In the Super and Bowl. And man, am I stoked. They are in the Super Bowl at their home stadium. That's insane. My sweater, my Ram sweater is, is in the laundry. So I'm, I'm going retro. I'm wearing my hat mm. with the old logo on it. I yes. bought this hat. The last time the Rams were in the Super Bowl, two, three years ago, I, I love this hat. It's very comfortable and it makes me feel special. It's got a signature oh, on the side special. for Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald, uh, 99, who's one of the Rams players. And he, pretty much more than anybody else on that field on Sunday, deserves a Super Bowl title. <laughs> but anyway, so I'm I'm repping my Rams every single day the past like week. The, for the next week, I will be repping my Rams. Fingers crossed. Let's move on. So we go to the Super Bowl. And last year, we kind of focused on the halftime show more than anything else. This year, we still wanted yeah. to make sure that we didn't focus on the game. Because the game, you've got places and avenues for that if that interests you. Yeah, you're not coming here for sports analysis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Trust, trust <laughs> Even us. Even if you're you not, are into sports. Yeah. Yeah. So how do we do this? How do we keep it fun? Powwow fun. How do we keep it in the campsite? Well, well, me and David, as you probably have guessed, or if you know either one of us, we've uh, we've been enjoying the playoffs. We've been enjoying the season and uh, making a little cash on the side. So we we both have a, a, a yeah, just a little. A little respectable. Yeah. And so we've been working our, our the entire season on making some money and with that being said, we wanted to combine our love for sports with what everybody else kind of loves and, and enjoys, the the fun aspects of the game, right? So we're going to be going through some prop bets. Now, 
we will say before we begin on this, we will be making these prop bets between ourselves, betwixt us, and whoever loses between us will get a punishment well, we'll slash be, uh, the reward. The loser. Well, so we decided the loser will owe the other a pancake breakfast. Yes. Yes. And yes. so because of that, there are steaks involved. Not steaks, just sausages. Yes. But there are sausages involved in this bet. Sausages and bacon. And bacon. And oh, yes. I If I win, David, I, I'm an expensive. I'm an expensive Denny's date. <laughs> but what uh, we're going to do, we are going to provide you 15 of, I would say, more of the fun prop bets that you can find in the Super Bowl. So for those of you who are- In some way that we just made up. Yeah, something we just kind of made up. So for those who are not fully invested in the in the in the betting world, a prop bet is just something that really doesn't have much, if at all, to do with the game, and something that's just fun that you can bet on that there are actual odds out there for that you can bet that are the ancillary parts of a game. So, for instance, our first one that we will be going off of when we start here will be who will be the first performer to take the mic during the halftime show? Just just something fun, something off the wall. Now, how are we going to do this and determine who wins between us? Each of us are going to take five, five of these 15 bets that are to follow. And we will we will say how we feel, which side of it we want, everything else. If we are correct, we get a point by the end of the Super Bowl. We will, we will get a point. And uh, if we're wrong, we don't get a point. Whoever has the most points between us by the end of the Super Bowl wins. If there is a tie, we will go and actually do some actual football and uh, predict a score, and then the points combined if if uh, if our scores are massively incorrect. But that's just for okay. a tiebreaker. Okay, here we go. David, the first one, as I've already mentioned, that we have, we have to pick five of these 15 one more time. All right, who will be the first performer to take to the mic during the halftime show, as we all know, there are five performers this five. year. Five. So this is a tough one to pick. It really yes. is. Now, do you do you want any of this action? I do. I want Ooh. this action. Do you? I do not. So you'll be the only one represented here. I do. I do. I do want part of this action. Now, it, wow. this is hard to pick because there's five different performers. I, I don't know who's going to take them to the mic maybe, first, but I think I maybe have even some a rationale. guest. They there could they could very well have like some some it random could be, guest. But I doubt it. Oh, There's I already five of them. Okay, so my rationale here is what song would I pick to start out the Super Bowl? And it's either going to be Snoop Dogg, da-da-da-da-da. Uh, it's your one and only D-O-double-G. Snoop Dogg! Right? So it's either that or it's that piano, the brink, 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 brink. How does it go? Yeah, no, that, that was good. That was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, now I'm like, I'm losing it because I'm in the middle of our conversation, but, uh, you know, the one the Dr. Dre Snoop Dogg song, uh, guess who's back. Yeah. I mean, that's, those are the two songs. I feel like either one of those is going to be the first. So on that, I'm going to say Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre is your Snoop Dogg. Forget that Snoop Dogg. It's going to be Snoop Dogg. You know what? I changed my mind halfway through. He is a California native. I believe Snoop Dogg very well might have been the opening act at SoFi whenever the place opened. He might have been the first halftime show or something, if if memory serves correctly. So it's not a bad bet. It's not. I I, I feel I I would be surprised if it's Mary J. Blige. Yeah. I think they're going to bring her in halfway and she's going to have a big old moment when she comes on. Eminem's going to be sort of mixed in, I think, throughout. And then. 
Kendrick and the Lamar. Qualifications- I, I'd be surprised if Kendrick Lamar is the first guy who sings, you know? Yeah, and that is the qualification here. Who will be the first performer to take to the mic? Because they very well, so like essentially who will be the first to sing? Because they could be doing some message beforehand, some under thing, and then it cuts to whoever. But who's the first one to start singing and rapping? All right. So, David, you're also, going to you know Snoop what? Dogg. Like Snoop Dogg is, is the epitome of California. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right. It just so, feels David's right. It feels you're going right. Snoop Dogg off the top. I did not want anything. You have one of your five U's. Now, let's go to the next one. Which team will score the first TD? David, it seems like you have a, you have a lean here as well. Yes, I do. But do you? I do not. You do not? Okay. Well, I'm storming ahead. I am pretty confident that this is going to be the Rams. I feel like the Rams are a strong opening team, a first quarter, second quarter team, whereas the Bengals have had to come back in several games. I think they start a little slower, get into the groove. So I don't I think it might end up being a close game, but I do feel like the Rams are going to score early. And so I think that Rams score the first touchdown. We are two questions in, and David is two bets already in as well. Two out of his five. We go to the next one. Will there be a score had within the first six minutes of the game? And David, I'm going to let you know that this is where I strike first, where I have my my uh, dart thrown on the dartboard. I will go, will there be a score had within the first six minutes of the game? I say a big N-O. This is no, uh, okay. Yes, I'm going to say that now. This means will there be a score that can uh, go to anything as far as a safety, a field goal, of course, a touchdown, a pick six, which is an interception returned or a fumble returned for a touchdown. So by the time the game clock strikes eight fifty nine in the first quarter, right? In the first quarter, if there has not been a score, I will have won this bet. So I will go no, uh, David. Cool. You said you didn't want any of this. Nope. No, thank you. We go to the next one. What color will the Gatorade be? Whenever the the winning coach wins as the Super Bowl, they usually dump a, a Gatorade bath onto them on the sideline. Now, I will be taking a part of this one. David, will you join me on this one? I will not. No, thank you. It's too many different colors to choose from. So many colors. For one, you have to start limiting it on like, oh, okay, which which team will win? And then you, you're you either right or wrong on that. And then on top of it, what color Gatorade are they going to? Uh, I don't know. So I'm going to go with, I'm going to be bold and I'm going to go with yellow. Yellow. <laughs> I'm going to go with yellow. Yellow. So you're yellow. saying the Rams are going to win. I do think the Rams will win. I just, it was more so yellow or blue. And I don't right. think, who I don't likes think blue Gatorade? Blue. Yeah, who likes no, blue buddy. Gatorade? So I'm going to go with yellow. What color will the Gatorade be? Yellow for me. All right. Next one. I don't think either one of us want this one. No, I don't think so. Will there be overtime? That's a dangerous one. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to venture into there. I do. I do want that. Actually, I'm sorry. I do. I do want this one. Uh, I psyched you out. Will there be an overtime? I say no here as well. That is my, my third one. We've each picked. Oh no, you've picked three. I've picked two. Yes, and okay, the first so, five, first five are gone, and uh, and yet here and still we are uh, we're we're cruising through this. Uh, let's see what the next one is. Now this one's going to be interpretive, David. This one's an interpretive one. I think we should we should take a poll amongst our friends for this one. And the question is, which brand will have the funniest commercials? Now you won't need to take a poll for me because I 
will not be taking a bet on this one. It seems very oh, you risky. Will not. Okay. Will yeah, you? Yeah, it does seem kind of risky. I dare I say yes. Why not? Oh, why not? Why well, not? I'll do it. I'll do it. Wish Brand will have the funniest commercials. I'm. I hate the beer, but I do appreciate the commercials for Bud Light. They do kind of hit the mark sometimes. All right. David is in for Bud Light uh, as the funniest commercials. Now, we will take a poll uh, at the Super Bowl. Whichever uh, whichever the friend group eventually ends up with, they will, uh, they will uh, determine this particular bet. Next one. How many commercials will have a dog in them. The over-under, which means just the number that you have to determine whether or not it's going to be higher or lower than, is six and a half. Now, David, I want me some of this bet. Do you want some of this? I do not. I'm going to go with under the six and a half, meaning there needs to be six commercials with dogs in them or less. Six commercials with Why dogs. Why would in you them. hope for fewer than six com- uh, fewer than six point five commercials with dogs in them? Come on, I'm, I'm come thinking, on. I'm hoping that it's exactly six, so that way everybody gets their fill, but not a single okay. one, not a single one above that. All right, so David, with that, I now have four of my five bets chosen. You have. Two, three Three of your five bets chosen. The majority have been done, and we are moving on to number eight here. More than halfway through. Here we go. Which commercial will play first? The QuickBooks Intuit uh, commercial or Taco Bell? I'm I'm out of this one. Do you want any part of this? I don't care. (laughs) Yeah. No. (laughs) Very hard to judge. Feels very interesting. Uh, Next Next, one. Will 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 Patrick Mahomes reprise his role in the state farm commercials will he continue to be the face on in the state farm commercials uh i'm electing not to go with this one although i i i thought of it i thought of this bet but i I don't think i'm gonna go for this one you no i i don't even know if state farm will have a commercial i think they dominate the regular season i don't know if they'll have a state uh state farm commercial in the in the super bowl to begin with so i'm gonna stay away from it okay yes now here's the here's the biggie for me Mm. will cooper cup score a touchdown i'm gonna say yes i'm gonna say yes he will you yes and- he goddamn will <laughs> Hoop. uh so you and me are gonna be sharing on this david you and me i if you thought that there was a way that i would be taking this bet and not and not be rooting for cooper cup to score a touchdown you are insane because you i'm and trying me to have get been- myself my hands on a cooper cup jersey right now and it is impossible yeah well, maybe if you were somehow in LA and found yourself near the store, I'm sure that you could they, that they would be fully well stocked. There, but even then, like even then, I'm seeing all over like Rams Twitter, like and all the Rams fans on tw- Twitter are like saying that they can't get one. Like it's it's just insane, and like the 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 shipping here in Europe, even if they did have the stock, would never get here in time for the Super Bowl. So there we're both yes that we are matching on that one. Uh, yes, which means that all, you're all, all out. Five. I'm all out. Those are all my bets thus far, and we'll go over them at the end here. So, David, you have one more. One more out of all these. Let's go. Will there be a field goal missed in the Super Bowl, David? Do I want to go for this? Hmm. Yes, I think there will be. 
I think yes, you do want it. I'm going to go for my fifth on this, even though there are some tempting other bets that we had coming up. We'll we'll go over them and we'll we'll just uh, let's quickly go over these results of the opening coin toss. Fifty fifty, please. No, thank you. Not interesting. Okay, over under ninety five point five seconds for the national anthem sung by Mickey Guyton. Mickey Guyton. I'm just going to lean over because they always drag it out, right? Um, I, I, if I if I were to have bet this one, I didn't. But if I were, I would have gone the under. Apparently, uh, the research shows with Mickey Guyton and the few times that she's sung the national anthem at other sporting events. She's gone gotcha. under. She, she likes to speed through. Uh, yes. Okay. Do I have an Im- insane amount of research on every one of these? Yes, I do. And those are the five that I picked. Take that for gotcha. what you will. Uh, well, next one, the color outfit Mickey Guyton will be wearing. And we have some like opening uh, suggestions. White. Yellow slash gold, blue, black, silver, red, purple, other. Uh, again, the favorite I here mean, would have been white, but I do not. I do not. I don't. I don't like. Uh, I don't like having a wardrobe. No, at, I, I don't have no. I don't have any sense for this. So, so and then finally, okay. last one with the national anthem. Will Guyton forget or omit a word? I think this was Christina Aguilera who forgot uh, a phrase. Maybe Fergie. I don't know, but. Uh, I didn't want this. Who wants to root for somebody to to be embarrassed on a national stage? I feel like it it could very well happen. Like, oh, even if certainly. it's just a word. But uh, I don't really. Nah, I don't need any part of that. But we're uh, we're we've each got our five. Yes, we're we set. do. Okay, we're so ready one more to go. T- one more time. We got something to root for for the fans at home. These are the five things that we will be betting on during the Super Bowl. Each, you can follow each. along. Five things each. Loser between me and David has to buy the other a hearty, a delicious, a meaty breakfast at some date to be determined. Of course, David chose Snoop Dogg to be the first performer to start rapping during the halftime show. He also predicts that the Rams will score the first touchdown of the game. He also predicts that the funniest commercial will be coming from Bud Light. He believes that Cooper Cup will score a touchdown in the Super Bowl. And he also predicts that there will be a missed field goal. While I, I believe that there will not be a score within the first six minutes of the Super Bowl. That the color of the Gatorade will be yellow. That there will not be an overtime in the Super Bowl. And that there will be uh, under six and a half, so six or less commercials with dogs in them now just also to be clear when we say for the super bowl commercials we mean from the moment that the national anthem segment starts to air that's when we will start counting commercials with dogs in them just for the people listening at home and then finally my last one the one that we mixed and mingled with that we will both be equally rooting for will cooper cup score a touchdown yes we both agree on that one so david with all that being said, let's get into the actual football game. What is your predicted score for the game? Um, my predicted score will be 31-24. 31-24 to the Rams. But you knew. You knew that already. Couldn't be picking the Bengals to win, please. Well, that would be a certainly entertaining Super Bowl, David. Uh, one that I just don't think that we're going to get. I have a completely different uh, different outlook for this game. I will be going with the Rams as well. However, I see this game as a 
to 13 blowout in favor of the Rams. 24 to 13. I think that while it won't be entertaining for the masses watching at home, for you and me, who are oh, Rams so fans, entertaining. very entertaining till the bitter last sweet drop of, uh, of, of game as it drips through. And uh, for funsies, I do think I, I think it's going to be uh, Aaron Donald as the Super Bowl MVP. Now that we're not oh, actually betting on. Oh, but I, I, have, I have some money on that. I, I think I think that's I have some money on that as well. I have some money on Von Miller as well. You never know, man. But I also I have the most money on Cooper Cup to be the MVP. Fair and if enough. he scores two touchdowns, I make a lot of money Woo-wee. because if he scores two touchdowns. He's he's got a good shot at MVP, and I I bet on him scoring two touchdowns. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm so excited. So you, the listener, even if you don't care about the game, if you hear the 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 announcers, the commentators say Cooper Cup touchdown, LA. Then you'll know. Oh my God! I'm so happy. David won some money. There you go. Now you got something to root for. <laughs> and see here, I thought you were going to say you can root along with Power because that's something you and me are both rooting for for our bets. But yes, oh, yeah, make I mean, it make it about you, David. Yes, it's all about the LA Rams for the me this weekend. Like if they win and I lose all my bets, which is I don't think is possible. <laughs> right. But no, because I bet on them to win. Uh, you know the Super Bowls. But but if they win and I lose money, then so be it. I'll be happy. I'll be happy. This episode of Pow Wow Podcast is sponsored by Sides. Meet Sides, S-I-D-E-S, an app that helps you take the law into your own hands. Turn ordinary agreements into binding contracts in seconds. Then if a dispute arises, Sides will step in to resolve it for you. What, Phil, that one, that was supposed to be my line. What did we agree to in the contract? I, I don't know. I, I guess we can use Sides to settle this dispute. Because each dispute costs a small one-time fee. And if you win, which I will, it's all awarded back to you. Sign up now and get 16% off for a limited time only. You know what I love about that, that intro what? in this context is that it really so, sounds, I mean, obviously it's a bear or a wolf or whatever, but it really sounds like, you know, if you look at Rams versus Bengals, it sounds like it starts out with the Bengal, right? The Bengal tiger. And then it ends up with a ram eating that, whatever he's eating, a carrot or something, because the Rams come out on top in the end. Sorry, you, my friend, are I'm way done. too far in the weeds. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, All right. I'll go first here. And I've been saving this for a long time. Several weeks ago, you brought on for That Slaps, you said you loved the new West Side Story. I did. Yes. Now, I had I had at that time recently seen West Side Story, and I was never uh, going to bring it on for That Slaps. Yes, yes, yes. I thought it was fantastic. Look, I, I thought that – I thought – Steven Spielberg did an amazing job. He he the production value was great. The production design, the acting, the choreography, the the directing, it, it was very well done. The cinematography was really cool. It was a very good movie musical. But oh my god, West Side Story is a piece of shit musical. Literally all the characters suck. They're all terrible people. Like literally the only person, the only character who's not a terrible person is the old lady who owns the store. Doc. You know what I mean? Like the Maria is, is a f-ing terrible person. Uh, 
to- Tony is a bad person. The the brother is a bad person. The brother's girlfriend is also a pretty bad person. Like they're just all terrible. Who am I supposed to root for in this movie? It sucks. It they took Romeo and Juliet. Like, look, okay. Obviously, a lot of it's based on Romeo and Juliet, and yes, I get the falling in love within a day is a very Shakespearean thing, which works in Shakespeare does not work today. They took the 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 Romeo and Juliet thing, and then totally f***ed it. You know, they they they. <laughs> sorry that Phil, you're gonna have to edit out all these curse words. Oh yeah, but they changed the ending to make it worse. It's just it's not poetic in West Side Story. In 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 the in Romeo and Juliet, it's at least poetic. Oh my god, I hate it so much. Steven Spielberg, you did a great job, and everyone who made the movie, you did good. But but the musical itself, the writers, it's terrible. It's ab- absolutely horrible. I'm done. Bite me. You know when you first get up in the morning and you start going through the slate of messages. I'm sure that you, I know that you do this Hoffman and I'm sure that many others do uh, where you just wake up, you look at your phone, go through the text messages first, go through any messages and everything else. I don't need any goddamn sass. When you get a message at 3 PM in the afternoon and you know that my ass just woke up, I don't need any sass from you saying, well, what's up sleepyhead? Some people have different schedules than you, all right, Jack? Some people have different schedules, and just because they're up late doesn't mean that they're losers not doing anything with their life. Sometimes they're being productive at different hours of the day, all right? Doesn't mean that just because they go to bed at 7.30 in the morning that they can't go and wake up at 3 p.m., 2 p.m., 1 p.m., and you've already had a whole half of a damn day, doesn't mean that the rest of us don't have a rest of a whole day to be productive and do things as well. I don't want no sass when I message somebody at in the middle of the day, and they're coming back with me with like, well, about time you... T- get out of here. Bite me. So... For the once more this week, we wanted to address a little bit more of the halftime show. And what would our perfect halftime show look like? Now, for me, Phil, I decided to keep it along the L.A. theme. Oh, good. What about you? I did this one as if it were because I think even last year we uh, it's been a while since I've heard the first episode. But uh, I believe that what we did was like the perfect halftime show. And I took this one to be your perfect halftime show, like what I right, would okay. go absolutely crazy for. So it's it's more so what I, I want. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. So for me, Snoop Dogg has to be there. <laughs> that, Especially I think, LA, I think yes. that's, that's an essential aspect of the halftime show. So that's already, they've already got one right this year. And it's also very LA. Now I'd want to continue with the musical aspect of the halftime show, of course. Sure. I would maybe want a little bit of classic rock mixed in there. So a little bit of Snoop, a little bit of classic rock, maybe Fleetwood Mac. That would be ideal for me, but obviously they are pretty old now and (laughs) retiring. But something like that. And then what about some comedy? What about some uh, what about some stand up? I don't know. Maybe open with music, close with music. But in the middle, you got a little mix in like maybe some Weird Al. Maybe mix the two worlds. Weird Al Yankovic. 
bring in some some musical comedy. I want to laugh. Like I always want to laugh. I'm always going to lean in the in the funny direction versus something more epic. I mean, we can we can have a duel every year. Everyone tries to one up last year's Super Bowl halftime show by doing something more outlandish, more crazy or whatever, more spectacular. But really, we all just want to laugh. So I would say bring in some comedy and that would make my that would that would perfect my Super Bowl halftime show, I think. Well, the history of the halftime show is quite interesting. I, the Disney sponsored it one year. There's like a flute procession one year. There's like a band, a high school band, I want to say one year. Uh, it wasn't until Michael Jackson signed on to do it that it actually became an event itself. But wow. where I am going to go with this was my personal perfect halftime show. And it would be a conglomeration. I, I, th- I normally prefer... Uh, whenever I watch the halftime show, one artist with like maybe a cameo here and there, like think of uh, a Madonna bringing on the Foo Fighters or not the Foo Fighters, um, F- uh, LMFAO and shuffling like that was awesome or bringing on CeeLo Green. Like that's awesome. I like one person, maybe some cameos. So I would have I would have fits in the tantrums. Nobody knows who this is. It's uh, they're, they're the ones who uh, did hand clap. I can yeah, make yeah, your hands them. clap. Yeah, okay. Uh, I love their catalog. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, they, I love their catalog. They're a personal favorite of mine. I'd have them bring on guests, Walk the Moon. Uh, they're another. They're, that, right. they're like my favorite band, but I just don't think that they have as good of a of an anthem that you kind of need for a halftime show. So like they would come on and do uh, Shut Up and Dance With Me. They would do that song. Shut up and dance with me. That one. Right. And then... The one that they would bring on for the like the the heritage, they'd bring in Sir Elton John, and I want him to be like Whoopi Goldberg at the Oscars. I want him to fly in like Lady Gaga. I want him to be gracefully lifted and perched onto his little his little seat and start playing the piano. That's what I want. That would be my perfect halftime show. Ooh, ooh, better yet, he doesn't get lifted and sat down on the piano. The piano's with him. He's playing in the air. Oh, oh, so, oh, yeah. It floats oh. down. Onto Sir the... Elton as regal and as refined as ever. You know who would be great? I, I've, I've, I found, I figured it out. Phil Collins. That's who I want. I was thinking about him. He barely missed yeah, it, but I hear he that's smells. That's definitely who I want. I've just, I've just figured it out. Yep. Absolutely. Phil Collins. That's, and then mix in some weird Al Yankovic <laughs> or yeah. some, I don't know, maybe a, some stand up. I don't know. Maybe yeah, stand then. up between between songs, like an MC. See, yeah, you I would. See, I would I have. I would have the stand up lead into the music. But you're you're very the fact that you're inter intertwining it is is worrisome to me. Mm, maybe like an opening song, then some stand up, and then a uh, closing f- two or three songs. All right. Well, those are our perfect halftime shows. I'm sure you, the listener, have been coming up with your own as you're sitting there twiddling your thumbs, probably eating a burger, listening to us, whatever it is that you're doing. Let us know whether or not on social media, whether or not you think mine was better or or Hoffman's smelly Phil Collins and uh, Weird Al Yankovic mashup is is the way to go. Which one is uh, the better halftime show for you? Let's go along to, well, this little game. If we could have a paywall for these off off air conversations, we would be making bank. But as it stands, we are all just penniless 
scroungers all yeah, begging in reality if we were recording the off-air conversations we'd be millionaires by now I, I, oh that's where all the good stuff happens you guys are getting subpar material all the great stuff happens <laughs> off air oh man it's it's uh it's true it's very true but but something that is not subpar that we are bringing on air is my guest this week the one the only Aww. gareth boucher gary Aww. welcome to the pod Thank you. This is pow. Wow. Yeah, I was going to have a pun ready to go, but I don't know. I mean, it is, is it's a pun in itself. It's a pun in itself. Of, of course. Let, Congratulations, let say, Gary, uh, on being dubbed not subpar. Thank you, man. I'm, I'm a solid <laughs> six out of 10, dude. Woo! Yeah. I'm in, I'm in good company, Whoa. man. Well, I, I, I think you you're can even at blub least yourself mediocre. Up. Yeah. I think you're at least like a six and a half. Isn't that subpar? Like six and a half? So? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't yeah. know. Oh man! Well, Gary. Yeah, speaking uh, of the um, the uh, Philip Amarine extended podcast media yes. universe, if we wanted to, what, what would it be called? Pow Wow, Untitled Pow Wow, some clever name to get all that behind the scenes shit like they do on on reality TV. I think that you should uh, you should take this to the powers that be, man. Yes, absolutely. See what this can become. The Real Housewives of Pow Wow or something. Or, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, possibly. Well, the the thread that connects us all, you both have been co-hosts with me on Chopped Greens, another former uh, podcast endeavor. Hey, uh, so, I so have there- heard your voice before, Gary. You yes, yes. He you know, like- I didn't know this for a long time that Philip was whoring himself out to multiple men. <laughs> I, thought, uh, I thought I owned you, but you know mo- when most people find out, I usually get slapped. At least Gary was very understanding when he found out. So <laughs> yeah, I can slap you. All right, but you know what? That doesn't mean though that for powwow, a lot of people know a lot about you, Gary. So uh, even though I know a lot about you oh, as you are my guest, even Hoffman is familiar with your voice. He doesn't know a lot about you. So we're going to ask you no, three questions here, Gary, to all get right. to know you a little bit more. David gets two. I get one since I already know okay. you and I can maybe ask a more specific question. Hoffman, what is your first question for Gary? It is quite a coincidence that you guys brought up reality TV because my question is actually, would you ever go on reality TV? Why or why not? To win like a million dollars or something like that. You know, my my ex and I, we used to watch that show called Big Brother, right? And um, it made me so pissed off because it was just people being to each other and lying to get to the top and so at first i was like oh that, that might be fun you know to get into a house with people and and try to play them but i honestly have not come across a reality tv scenario that i think i could be comfortable with like sticking it out i think i'd have some some type of breakdown yeah you also have to you have to reveal so much about your personal life they like make you yeah yeah or, or you make a bunch of shit up and you seem really not fake. not genuine. I, yeah. I I would like to say that I could be fake enough to go on to Big Brother and lie to people and win games and have sex with everybody and and win a million bucks. But like, I realistically, man, I I don't think I could. I never saw that episode of Survivor, but that sounds great. <laughs> Everybody's <laughs> on the island, dude. Everybody. I do enjoy always those like whenever they're on the island or or what you know whatever reality they're on the show and then they take a moment aside and it's like look at Gary and it's like Gary like does the the pan back of and then it's like well <laughs> I was about seven years old when I figured out that I have a third ass cheek and <laughs> and, it, and it's just like this whole backstory and he, it's like he he grabs his kids and he's like I'm just a normal father with a third ass cheek and it's just it's so and it's just like i i don't really care in the I don't context know where this of conversation is going 
I yeah. really don't. Well, it's going to my question is where it's going, no, Altman. Thank you for directing me. there. Yes. Thank you. All right, Gary, my question. I do not have you. a third ass cheek, if that's your question. I don't. Hoffman, I'm fresh out of ideas. Okay. Uh, Gary, <laughs> would you uh, would you rather, would you, or excuse me, where is or when in time was the hottest or coldest, which whichever one, some people remember one or the other, hottest or coldest you were as a person? Maybe you were stuck in a freezer for a night. Maybe you were, I think you'd be dead. Uh, were you stuck uh, outside in Arizona during recess, just any normal day? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I don't know if this is the absolute coldest because you know I, I've been in I, I did snow camp out some Boy Scouts, but I'm gonna I'm gonna call out my cousin Dave. Dave, you know I love you, but this motherfucker got married in remote Virginia in late November outside. Ah, uh, um, yes, yes, your grandma she wore that hat, the immortal yes, hat. She, that, yes, that, yeah. yes, yeah. Oh, but like we went, Virginia. like they had heaters and stuff, but honestly, you know, like we had to go take photos outside. And it must have been like high 20s. Like it was so – and all I had on was a suit, an undershirt, a long sleeve button up, and a suit jacket. And I was f-ing dying. It was awful. Dave, I love you, but I, I'm really pissed off about that, man. I, I got some type of disease from that's, that day. That's what um, long johns are for. That's what those are I know. for. I didn't I – didn't, you know, we're from Arizona. I don't own that. Oh, yeah. I have to go get it. Yeah. Hop okay, into your last we question. are turning up the heat and opening up the fridge. Uh, Gary, what is the number one best food to use in the bedroom? Ooh, um, goldfish. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've I like to think that in my time, I've played around with a little bit. You know, of course, you think of sweet foods, dessert foods, strawberries. We're saying in a sexual manner, not after sex, right? Like before sex <laughs> in the bedroom. So, I mean, if you if you bring snacks for afterwards, then I guess that counts. But no, a I, I meant bre- during a sex. little breakfast tray. <laughs> yeah, you guys have never done that. Like, like you know that after sex, you're gonna want a sandwich, so you make one, you, you microwave it. And yeah, then you, just you keep finish, it in you your bedside drawer. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> like, a, like a loaf of bread and some peanut butter. A hoagie Dude. after getting hoagied. Yeah. Amen. A foot long after the foot long, right? <laughs> I wish. Um, we, uh, you know, it's funny. Dude, one time I went to Disneyland with an ex of mine and we were going to try like. What did you tacos, do in so, Disneyland, Gary? Bro, we, so we were staying in the <laughs> motel and we went and bought like a Hershey oh. bar. We were so dumb. We, we microwaved it and it, it caught on fire and like smoke filled the hotel room because we microwaved this Hershey bar to try to melt it. Um, wow. But wow. that being said, that's because Hershey's is not chocolate. It's, it's, it's some Jack in the box level street cat yeah. chocolate. I don't know what's going on with Hershey's, but, uh, I've had, um, let's, let, let's say whipped cream, you know, you can put it anywhere. You can lick it off of anything and it's not going to catch on fire. <laughs> anything. You can lick it off of assholes. You can lick it off of eyeballs. You can lick it off of anything. So Whipped cream. I've had only good experiences with whipped cream, but don't microwave Hershey's so you can put it on a girl's naked butt because it will oh, not work. That's what that was for. I okay, got it. Understand? We were trying to. I, yeah. I was. I was like eighteen. Like what? You know, I had must. I just watched like some Matthew McConaughey movie where he ate chocolate off a girl's boobs or something. I was like, I want to try that. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> man, your game. My guess. Never short of spice on Powwow Podcast. Never. So our game today is, of course, themed around the Super Bowl, but don't panic. We have designed a game that is kind of based off of a football game. So the contestants will have a decision to make after hearing a question. 
Say I ask Phil a question, what is the height of the average giraffe? Now, before hearing the multiple choice options, Phil will get to choose whether he wants to punt the question away. I don't want to answer that question. Gary can have it. Whether he wants to just answer it, go for three points, take the field goal, if you will, or go for the touchdown, seven points. Now, if you get the touchdown wrong, then the other person gets a safety, which is two points. Essentially, it's like a football game in a very abstract way. It's exactly like a football game. Now, you can only (laughs) use the touchdown. You can only do one touchdown, go for one touchdown, and you can only go for one punt. And the first person to 18 points will be crowned the winner. Right. Now she's legal. Let's do it. <laughs> and with that, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Gary, who do you want to face off against first? Mr. Sampson, since you and I don't really know each other, man, let's get it. Let's do it. Me and you. That is so funny. I don't know why of all people you thought Samson. Samson's my best it, friend and he he comes on wait, the pod. Oh, and oh, his oh, name's Hoffman. 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 Yeah. Right. Hoffman and Sa- oh, that, that's bro, funny. I'm sorry. Kick that happens more often than you'd think. Because they it's both have really okay. Because you guys kind of look similar too. It's the beard. I mean, we've got dark hair and a darkish yeah. beard. Gary, you didn't have to go that far, man. You already had the man yeah. kicked down, and then now you're going to be. Yeah, like, you're already I'm already taking myself old here. Now dude, you're I'm telling saying. me that I look like the guy. <laughs> I mean, Samson Hoffman. Those names sound so. I'm sorry, man. You you live in the it's Netherlands. It's totally okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you live in the Netherlands. That's who, right. Who steals your mice? Like I've heard. So. All right. So you want to fit. You want to face off against me first. So, Phil, it'll be your game first. Let's do this. All right. Yes. Gary, I will go to you first. And your question, who was elected president of United States in 2017? Touchdown. Touchdown. Gary, Mm -hmm. your options are Donald Trump, Barack Obama, or George Bush? I feel like this is like I'm scared to answer right now because it's like (laughs) you said who was elected in 2017. Mm-hmm. AKA late 2016, AKA Donald Trump. That is correct. And you have seven points on the board. Hoffman, oh, baby. we go to you. All right. And, and uh, Gary no longer has use of his touchdown because he utilized it. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Uh, Hoffman, hey, I will. Give me a I question say, first. No, no, I will. I want you to answer first. Okay. Uh, when did the Jonas Brothers make their comeback to the music world? Oh, dear. I will go for the field goal, please. Field goal. Option A, 2015, B, 2011, C, 2017, or D, 2019? 15, 11, 17, or 19? Oh, man, I should have gone for the touchdown. It is definitely 2019. All right, at a score of of 7 to 3, David does indeed get that right at 2019. Gary, we'll go to you. What is the national language of Canada? Uh, field goal. Option A, English. B, Dutch. C, French. Or D, Canadian. <laughs> I don't think Canadian is a language. If it is, I apologize for those uh, I have offended. It's probably English, but I'm going to say French because, you know, Quebecois and the French people. Yeah, there, so, yeah. I, Gary, yeah, you yeah, are yeah. wrong. It is actually is it Dutch. It's Dutch. It's Dutch. It's Dutch. Of all things. Wow. Wait, I'm sorry. Seriously? That's that's the answer I have. That's the answer I have in front of me for the paper. I wow. can send you guys the PDF. That's what I got. Wow. All right. 
David, your question that you will be at, again, you are at a deficit of seven to three. What is the national animal of Pakistan? The national animal of Pakistan. Yes. I... ISIS, is he, he's going to oh. say. Jesus. <laughs> I think I'm going to punt this one away. Okay, so Gary, you will be getting that question on your next question, but we will come. We will gotcha. stay with David here. David, a la, a la stressy is a French dish made of what? A la you're, what? You're, uh, it's a la C-R-E-C-Y. Cressy? Stressy? And then your options are, since you already punted, apples, carrots, or potatoes. A la... Cressy, C-R-E-C-Y. Apples, carrots, or potatoes? I am going to say carrots. Carrots is the correct answer. So now you are trailing behind Gary only by a point at seven to six. Gary, we go back to you and you have to answer. What is the national animal of Pakistan? Is it A, a peacock? B, a markhor? C, a lion is a or D, an elephant. Pakistan is close to, you know, borders India. Um, and I'm going to field goal it and say, uh, wait, hold on. What, what was the second one? A markhor? A markhor. M-A-R-K-H-O-R. <sighs> you know what? I'm going to save elephants for India. I don't even know what that is. And therefore, I'm going to say it's the markhor. Locking it in. Markhor. Wait, so because you said, are you saying elephant or are you saying markhor? No, no, no. I'm, I'm saying, I'm sorry, I'm just working through my thoughts here. Elephant? Yeah. No, that's probably India. I'm going to say markhor. Markhor. He is indeed correct. It is a markhor, whatever Ooh. the hell it is. We are going back to you, David. You are trailing 10 to 6. And your question is Brazil is the biggest producer of. I, I think I would like to. I would like to field goal this. I'm not gonna. Oh, I'm not gonna touch down yet. You were yet. so close to to doing I, a touchdown. I touch was thinking dude. about it. I was thinking about it, but yeah, I'm too nervous. All right, Brazil is the biggest producer of rice, oil, coal, or coffee. I should have gone for the touchdown. I'm. It's coffee. It is coffee, and I I was thinking in my mind that this would be the one where you would go coffee. All well, right, David, I, I, go touchdown. You mean? Well, I, I seriously considered it, and then I I chickened out. So again, for those keeping score at home, Gary is ahead narrowly, having used his touchdown at a ten to nine score by David. Remember, we are aiming to get to eighteen. David, uh, you have just made that score what it is. Uh, Gary, let's go to this next one. Saudi Arabia is the biggest producer of? Uh, I'll feel go this one. And just as an aside, I found a picture of a markhor. This animal is terrifying. Don't look at it. <laughs> it's the stuff of nightmares. Anyways, yeah, I'll, I'll feel go this one. All right. Saudi Arabia is the biggest producer of rice, oil, coal, or coffee? It's got to be oil. And it is oil pulls back ahead with a score of 13 now to nine. But David gets to respond in kind. Uh, Let's go here. David, how many colors are in the rainbow? Uh, 
God, I wish I could punt this. This is a stupid question. <laughs> I, I mean, according to whom? This really is a stupid question. Um, God, I am going to... I, uh, I have to go with field goal here. All right. How many colors in the rainbow? A, one. B, five. C, ten. Or D, seven. I'm going to say D7. D7 is indeed correct for three, bringing David's total to 12, uh, one behind Gary at 13. But David still has his touchdown, while Gary, I'm going to give you your question, and you still have a punt available for you. Which ingredient, which, which ingredient is found in a traditional garam masala spice? Yeah, I'm going to punt this one. Okay, David, that's coming to you in a minute. Uh, Gary, make sure to watch. See those fingers of, of Hoffman's. Make sure he's not typing. What in the hell is a garam <laughs> masala? Uh, Gary, we're going to go back to you, and you're going to have to field goal this one no matter what it is. Which religion, which religion, excuse me, has a god specified for each rain, money, children, and love? Is that Islam, Hinduism, Sanskrit, or Buddhism? I know that Hindu religion has like what, like like a million gods or something, something crazy like that. So I'm going to say Hindu. He is correct. It is indeed Hinduism. And Gary is perilously close to 18 as he is at currently 16. Now, David, we go back to you. Mm-hmm. He can touch down this sucker right now. I mean, uh, he could. I'm going to have to, I well, think. I think you I'm are currently to. at nine, David. So you technically will get a response since Gary went first. <sighs> uh, you will get a chance to respond in kind. So, which ingredient is found in a traditional garam masala spice, David? So I think if I went for the touchdown, I could win. But if I get it wrong, Gary automatically wins. No, because you are currently at nine, David. So, so, so a touchdown. No, I was at twelve. 612, you are actually. I'm sorry. I apologize. Yeah, I'm at 12. Yeah. So if I get so the, if I get it right, I win. Yes. If I get it wrong, Gary gets the safety and he gets two points and then he wins. But if I go for a field goal, I have to count on Gary getting the next question wrong. Yes. Yes. Uh, I'm a ballsy guy. Let's go for the touchdown. So Do it. no matter what, somebody is winning. Somebody's right winning here. on this question. Right. All right. Here we go. Which ingredient is found in a traditional garam masala spice? A, turmeric, B, red chili powder, C, salt, or D, cinnamon. Now, I really don't think it's cinnamon, and I don't really wouldn't think it's salt. Um, it, either turmeric or ch- red chili. I'm going to say red chili powder. I completely made up cinnamon. You were correct to avoid salt. And Gary... I want you to go to your spice drawer right now and get out a tablespoon of turmeric because that just won you the game, Gary. It is ah, indeed turmeric no. and that is found in a traditional garam masala spice. Shout and, out to garam masala and Mark Coors, man. You guys got my back. Gary got the perfect 18 here. Let's see if he can do it again facing off against me. Same game, same no. name to uh david yeah except this game will be much better much more comprehensively prepared <laughs> yes it's the exact same and game at least better. 10 questions will follow a theme who went for gary got to go first so gary, gary you're gonna go first. first again 
first of all, these all these questions are related to the Super Bowl halftime show. So the oh. game is themed around a football game, and the content is themed around the halftime show. Okay, okay. so question one. This is for you, Gary. In what year was Snoop Dogg born? Now you you can touchdown, punt, or field goal yes. this. Yes, you have everything available back to you, Gary. I'm going to touch down this one. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, Ooh. he wants the touchdown. Let's do it. The options are 1967, 1969, 1971, or 1975. I don't know the answer, but I will be disappointed if it's not 1969. Doggy style. You grouped them closer together than I was hoping, because I know he's, I think he's early 50s. So I'm right. going to say, I'm going to say 69. Come on, come on, Snoop. And we have another safety. Ah! You get it right. Well, yeah. you get Harry got it wrong. Phil, you get two points. So the score is two to zero. Is in fact it's 1971. He's exactly 71. 50 years old currently. Oh yeah. Yep. I'm Snoop. sorry. I I really am quite sorry. All right. <laughs> Maybe. Oh no. Yes, the first okay. game of the new season. <clears throat> it is. It is. Early days still. Phil, your question is. In which state or province, and let me be clear, which U.S. state or Canadian province was Marshall Mathers born? Manitoba. Touchdown. touchdown. Oh, sorry. I shouldn't be giving the options, but he wants the touchdown. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry, that's my that's my bad. But you did say touchdown before I, did. I, I finished did. saying I did. the word Manitoba. Okay, touchdown. Here we go. Manitoba, Michigan, Minnesota, or Missouri. Let me be clear about all these questions. Yeah. All the answers are either in numerical or alphabetical order. Okay. Uh, seeing as how Marshall Mathers, a.k.a. Eminem, just recently opened up a spaghetti, mom spaghetti drive through at his home oh, wow. state of Detroit, I'd have to go with Michigan. Home city of Detroit, you mean. Home city of Detroit. I'd have to go with Michigan, the state, and uh, hopefully take home a nine-point lead. Well... Obviously, I'm as we all know, the Eminem grew up in Detroit. That's where Eight Mile took place. Yeah. He was born in <gasps> Missouri. Oh, no! No! we have another safety. Oh, Ooh. the drama of this game! Oh wow, the wow. score is is two to two. Wow, and no touchdowns available. No, no more. more touchdowns. It's going to be three points. Up. We are going right. to be hopefully your calves shot. are yeah hopefully your calves are all worked up Gary we're going for the kicking all right okay I'll give you credit for that one okay thank you thank you <laughs> all right all right Gary which of the Super Bowl fifty six halftime performers is the only one to have won a Pulitzer Prize or Pulitzer Prize I don't know there's a big debate on how it's actually pronounced for music is it Oh, I, I'm not going to say the options. God, I got to get better at this. This is so weird. I'll field goal it. Yeah, for You're sure. You're going to field goal this? Okay. Yeah. The options are Dr. Dre, Eminem, Kendrick Lamar, or Mary J. Blige. Kendrick. Kendrick Lamar is correct. The score yeah. is five to two. Well done, Gary. Pimp is a that, butterfly, baby. Yeah, is that the butterfly album? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Phil, we go to you. Question four. Mary J. Blige's hit single... Not Gonna Cry, climbed higher on the overall U.S. charts than any other of her singles. What was its peak position? Yeah, I'm going to punt. Okay. 
Okay. Gary, keep that in mind. That will be your next question. Phil, how many children does Dr. Dre has Dr. Dre fathered that we know of? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And I'll give you the options because you are field goaling this. Is it eight, nine, 10, or 12? God, 12. I mean, Jesus, man. It can't be 12. That we know that he has fathered. If you read his to. Wikipedia page, then then you you you'd know why I had to put in the that we know of into the no, question. No, yeah, no, I, I'm I'm assuming. I mean, already the fact that we're working off of these high numbers just kind of leans itself yeah. towards yeah, right. yeah. This is why it's eight, nine, eleven, or twelve. Eight, nine, ten, or twelve. Eight, nine, ten, or twelve. Eight, nine, ten, or twelve. It's odd that you would skip eleven. You know what? Then if you skipped eleven, so be it from you, man. I'm gonna go with twelve. <laughs> oh, the correct answer was eight. Oh, so no points for you there. What All right, the hell? back to back to the previous question for you, Gary. All right, let me pad this. Mary lead. J. Blige's hit single "Not Not Going Cry" climbed higher on the overall U.S. charts than any other of her singles. What was its peak position? One, two, three, or seven? <laughs> These freaking tags at the end. <laughs> um, let's go with one. She's talented. Let's say one. Close. Two was the correct ah! answer. I know, right? It was number one on the R and B, but not like on hip, the overall yeah, gotcha. uh, charts. But not on the overall. Okay. So the uh, the score remains five to two. Five to two. This is a defensive battle. It's a very, yeah, it's a very very low scoring game here. And we go to Phil now. What was Marshall Mathers' middle name? Or what is Marshall Mathers' middle name? He's, he's still around. And you have already punted, right? So you have to field goal. All right. Is it Bruce, Jacob, Nicholas, or Shadrick? Shadrick. <laughs> I want to say Bruce. Bruce. You definitely do want to say Bruce. That's yes. the correct answer. Oh, yes. nice. So we tie the game at Alive five to Bruce. five. Whoop, whoop. What is the name of Dr. Dre's third and most recent solo studio album released in 2015? I'm going to punt this one. Punt it. Okay, oh. Phil, we'll get back to you on that. Ah. Gary, which of these is not a name by which Snoop Dogg has at one time or another gone by? Okay. Ah. Is it? DJ Snoopadelic, <laughs> Dogfather, Lord Snoop, or Snoopzilla? Read me those first two again. S- DJ Snoopadelic, Dogfather, Lord Snoop, or Snoopzilla? You know what? I thought this was actually going to be a lot easier than what it ended up being. So bravo to you, Hoffman. Bravo. Yeah. I was like, oh, Snoop Lion. I know that yeah, one. Yeah, Snoop Lion, um, Snoop Main. Let's say Dogfather. Because that's a little bit out of the realm of Snoop. Let's say he's not not gone by Dogfather. You give me a lot of credit. I would have loved to have come up with Dogfather, but no, yeah. the correct answer would have been Lord Snoop. Ah! Lord Snoop. No, the, <laughs> the score remains 5-5. Five, five. Phil, we go back to you on this question. Yes. What was the name of Dr. Dre's third oh, and most recent right. solo studio album released in 2015? Was it, or is it, 1985, Compton, Long Goodbye or Young Again? 
a real jerk for actually listing his actual albums and not just having just the one. It's a real, real <laughs> move there. Um, let's go with 1985. Unfortunately not. And also, these are not his actual albums. Oh, really? Okay, Com- cool. Compton is the correct answer. 1985 oh, okay. is the year he was born. Young Again is his real last name. Young is his real last name. And Long Goodbye, I can't remember how I came up with that one. Young Again. Correct actually, Compton came out in 2015. Bravo, bravo to you, Hoffman. That, that would actually be a really good album name for him. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why not. You know what? If he names his next album Young Again, I'm suing him. <laughs> we, have, we have proof. <laughs> yeah, we have proof. Gosh, this is not going well. Is the score still 5-5? Five, five? It is. 5-5. Five, five. I think we should break it open and give each of us an, a touchdown again. Yeah, okay, yeah, let's do I that. I think if we both let's used it, we each How get about- a, a bonus touchdown. Yes. Yeah. If we both use the touchdown, then we both get to use it again. We'll get another touchdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Sounds good. We got our second string quarterbacks coming in. <laughs> yeah, we're good. Whose turn is it? I- it is Gary's. It's me. Gary's yeah. turn, yes. What is Snoop's actual first name? Uh, I'll touch down this one. Calvin, Damien, Henry, or Snoop? Uh, Calvin. Hey, touchdown, Gary. Well done. I just watched a bunch of clips of so him. So, Gary, and, uh, you are up to 12 points. Kevin Hart, 12 points, And you. we are just about to run out of uh, Super Bowl-themed questions, unfortunately. <laughs> we will soon get to <laughs> some, some real basic questions, but... Phil, which of the Super Bowl 56 halftime performers has the highest estimated net worth according to a simple Google search? Oh, man. Damn, that's freaking close. Because it's either going to be Eminem or Dre. Nikki's, no, no, sorry, not Nikki. Mary J. Blige. She's not in this conversation. Snoop, he's donated way too much to USC to, to, to be up there. So it's got to be, man, it's either Eminem or Dre. I'm going to go touchdown. He selects touchdown. It is Dr. Dre, Eminem, Kendrick Lamar, or Snoop Dogg. I'm going to go with Dre for Beats by Dre. That's the only reason why. Mm. Fair fair reasoning there, and you are correct. Touchdown, Phil. Thank God. It's a Hail Mary. And it is not actually that close. It's not actually that close. Well, I mean, Eminem is worth $230 Yeah, but Dr. Dre is worth four hundred fifty-eight million. Kendrick Lamar only seventy-five million. Uh, Snoop Dogg one hundred fifty million, and Mary J. Blige twenty million. Even go. though she wasn't one of the four options, but and I, I have let you five hundred dollars right now. Wow. So <laughs> right your number, your number six <laughs> on the I list have. is. Are you telling us that you're going to make an, uh, an appearance at the Super Bowl oh. halftime show, Gary? I, I would uh, lip sync uh, "Chandelier" by Sia. I would lip-sync. watch that. Not even. Not even yeah. actually, uh, not actually sing. He's going to lip sing. There we go. Swing. My voice can't carry that now. Okay. Well, we have, we have been real back and forth here at a score of 12 to 12. Yeah. Me and Gary have Both been well. trading blows. And it's, the fourth it's, quarter now. Yes, absolutely. Been blowing each other. But $500. <laughs> Whining, dining, and 69 across that All right. field, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of where I left off on these questions. Some of them we've done before in a previous game on a previous episode, but to whom was Sean Penn once married? I can't punt it, so I'll take yeah, it. You're, well, yeah, you. these are the options. Yeah. Michelle Obama, Gwyneth Paltrow, Gloria Estefan, or Madonna? Uh, Madonna. Madonna's correct. Three yeah. points to you. You have 15 to Phil's 12. Oh, my goodness. Philip. Yeah. Which of the following is a true measure of weight? 
Is it a pound, a kilogram, a joule, or a liter? Wow, this is tough. You think that we've been lying <laughs> to ourselves with one of these metrics for decades? Say them again, just one more time. Which of the following is a true measure of weight? Is okay. it a pound, a kilogram, a joule, or a liter? Clearly, you did not do very well in high school physics. Well, no, I'm just, I'm making sure. Because I, I, uh, it's either, I guess if it's a measurement of weight, then it has to, this is so stupid. It's got to be, a, it's got to be a pound, right? Am I just that overthinking it? Is that your answer? Yeah. It's correct. Okay. It's correct. I, I did the Gary thing where I'm just like, I'm like, yeah. okay, well, a liter of well, water. Because, no, no, no. Yeah. Hold on a second. Yeah. Liter is obviously volume. Yeah. Joule is energy. Yeah. No, that was Kilogram is often used to yeah. express weight, but it is actually technically a measure of mass. Mm. And so your mass is always the same, right? If you were to weigh yourself on earth, you get 75 kilograms, but that's your mass. Technically, if you were to weigh yourself on, on the moon, your weight changes, but your mass is still yeah. technically the same. So, yeah, there you go. That's the explanation. This is why you're in the Netherlands and we're stuck in Phoenix because of your extensive <laughs> knowledge of European of the metric system. systems. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Gary, uh, it is fifteen to fifteen. This question, so it, if you get it right, this would could win. Be the game. Would, could win it. Well, could win it. well yeah, because yeah. I I would get a chance to respond. You get a chance. Yes. Okay. Okay, Gary. To which mountain range do wild yaks belong? Mm. Andes, Alps, Himalayas, or Rockies? Oh, jeez. It's either going to be Alps or Himalayas, and I'm going to say the Himalayas. Himalayas is correct. 18 ah! points. Ah! Bill, you have no! to get this right. Okay. You have to get this right. Oh. Which U.S. state is the only state to still have the Union Jack? As part of its flag. Are you familiar with what the Union Jack is? No. The British flag with the red oh, got it, got and got blue it. and the... Yeah, got it. okay. That's the Union Jack. Okay. So which U.S. state is the only state to still have the Union Jack as part of its flag? Okay. New York, Hawaii, Massachusetts, or Maine? <sighs> oh, it's either Massachusetts or Maine. Those M states. Oh, curse you, Ms. Yeah, Michigan and Missouri have also f messed me over today with Marshall Mathers. What is with the M's today, David? Man, 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 what man, is man, it? Man, That's man. why I chose Manitoba. <laughs> yeah, I could have chosen Alberta or Ontario, but Manitoba was the only one that began with an M. We need oh, an yeah, bud. We're gonna we need go an down amendment. there to the uh, Manitoba for the amendment there, bud. Oh, yeah. And then we also uh, we also got that animal, the Markosh. What what was it, Gary? What is the, it? The, the Markor. Markor, yeah. Markor, hardcore parkour. Basically, oh. a goat with giant twisty horns. It's freaking horrifying. <laughs> All right, so one more time. It's Maine, and what's the other one, David? The options are New York, no. Hawaii, no. Massachusetts, maybe, or Maine. Because because it's so freaking old. And because of Boston loggers, I think it's, oh, this is going to hurt me in naughty places. I'm going to go Massachusetts. You're wrong. No! Is it Hawaii? No! But let, me, let me just ask you this. No! Ah! After, 
Philip, uh, rejoin us here for a second. After the U.S. went, f*** you, Britain, we're going to be on our own now. Why uh, would they keep the British, like, in a state as patriotic and as revolutionary as Massachusetts, the state that went, f*** you, Britain, why would they keep the flag as part of their flag? They were still loyalists. My guess no. is Hawaii. <laughs> Hawaii, Hawaii was the correct answer. Oh, wow. I knew it. In fact, oh, wow. many, many uh, Polynesian Pacific Island nations, uh, like Fiji, uh, Fiji, for example, still has the Union Jack as part of its flag. Australia and New, New Zealand, Zealand also yeah. both have the Union Jack as part of their flags. Yeah, Hawaii is the correct answer. So, Gary, you've come Gary. in here. You've swept sweet, us both. Sweet. Thank you. Yeah, congratulations. Two thank wins you, in, in, in the day. Very, very well. Wow. literally dying right now on the inside. He's going to implode. He does not like to see his fellow man You succeed. just won the Super Bowl. Hey! Yeah. Won Disney World, and you're going to be lip-syncing uh, Chandelier at the halftime show. Yes. lot to look forward to. Lot you guys can make that to. happen. Yeah, we have pool here at Pow Wow. You guys yeah. really do. Yes, absolutely. Every uh, an extended media universe conglomerate, yes. Well, Gary, we know each other from Chopped Greens, but you also have branched out and gone to other places. Why don't you plug your newest endeavor, your uh, your podcast? Oh, yeah, guys. Check out Tipsy Flicks. It is a podcast. Uh, we film it like you guys do as well, where we uh, watch popular movies, get drunk, and talk about them. Every week we have a themed drink that producer Michaela, my co-host fiance, makes for us. Um, we get kind of off the rails. A lot of silly, fun conversations about movies that you've probably seen before. So if you like, you know, alcohol and talking about movies and hearing people say funny things about movies while on alcohol, uh, come come check out Tipsy Flicks. It's T I P S Y F L I X. Tipsy All Flicks. Right. Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, we're, we're everywhere. If you heard that soft but yet very precise thud in the background, that was David underneath the table. Because <laughs> that, that <laughs> alcohol and movies, that, that got him right there. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I, I was about to ask, uh, I, will, I would love to come on as a guest sometime. Oh, there we go. Shameless point for first himself. Guest and yeah, we're, just, we're trying I, to I'm get inviting myself on. Up. Please do. Like, it's so fun. Like, yeah, you absolutely, absolutely. can. All right, guys. Great. We're gonna we're gonna try to get some uh, some screen some some professional screenwriters here pretty soon to talk about their movies, maybe some actors. We're trying to we're just shooting it out into the universe. Actor. So. Yeah, Great. congratulations. Actor. There we go. Thank <laughs> Actor. You. All right. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, thank you once again, Gary, for joining us. Thank you for kicking both of our asses because at least it wasn't just mine. Appreciate it's my that. pleasure. Yeah, to I'm, destroy your rectum. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. All right, uh, we will see you later, Gary, and we will talk a little bit more right now. Sayonara, boys. Yeah, slap it, slap it. My goodness. All right. Well, if I were to have gone on theme this week, I probably would have picked something from Snoop Dogg. I didn't because I just I didn't think about it, but. My that slaps this week. It's gonna be something that got stuck in my head. It's just been just stuck in there for like the past twelve hours, and I can't get it out. The song is called "It's All Right" by Huey Lewis and the News. Now, there's another version that they do that's called uh, something. 
uh, something along the lines of like, I'll have to look it up while you're going off of yours, David. But this one is specifically called It's All Right by Huey Lewis in the News. It slaps. Actually, the song is called But It's All Right is the one that they is the one that's not the one that I'm thinking of. But It's All Right is is a different one. It's All Right is the one that uh, that slaps. Very different songs, but a very important but, as buts usually are very important. While mine is very me and it's very indie and on theme with a lot of what I've been picking for the past year of powwow, and it's called New Machines, and it's by a band called Vinyl Theater, and it's very good, and I've been jamming it, jamming to it these past few weeks, and finally it has made it. It has lasted long enough and it is is still good that it just has to be on the That Slaps playlist. So New Machines by Vinyl Theater, it's very, very enjoyable. I think you guys should check it out. It slaps. Well, thank you so much for listening. And we hope you guys are excited for the Super Bowl. You already know that we certainly are. But before we go, before we close out this episode, we have a few thank yous. Thank you, of course, to Cass and Crossland and to Jake Corlang for the music that you hear on the show. Yes, thank you to Tara Amsutz and Josh Haunt for their wonderful contributions to the show. Honestly, we we couldn't do it without them, and we we very much appreciate their contributions. Yes, and of course, thank you to you, the listener, for sticking it out. We hope you enjoyed the episode. Of course, it didn't. We didn't go too deep into the sports analysis. Uh, we both obviously are cheering for the Rams. Go Rams this week. We're all part and of the Ramily. Hopefully, we'll. <laughs> yes, all one big Ramily this week. So, uh, thank you so much for listening. Recommend us to your friends. We are on Spotify. We are on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, uh, Google Podcasts. We're not on Pandora because screw you, Pandora. Blue fifty two. Blue fifty two. Down! Zigzag route! Zigzag route! You! Do a bear route! No, bear! Bear, bear 82! Bear 82! Down! Say hi! Hey.